Hey podcasters, welcome to Amassed Community Talks, where a masked founder and CEO, Boaz Gillid, speaks with business professionals each week who inspire growth and change in their industry. Amassed Community Talks is sponsored by Amassed, the go-to wholesale marketplace connecting the construction industry with local suppliers. Check us out on amassed.com. So uh, before we kind of dive into the conversation we want to have, uh, I love those amassed uh, afternoon Friday conversations. Um, yeah. So tell 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 everybody, uh, whomever is with us, about you a little bit, just on a personal level. Where you're from? Where are you right now located? Anything we, we should you know know about you or want to know about you? Yeah, for sure. Um... First of all, thanks so much for inviting me for this community talk. I think it's a great way to uh, reach out to more people, share your ideas. And about myself, uh, I'm an architect who is really passionate about sustainability. I did my undergraduate studies in architecture in India. And during this time, um, as a student, I was reading all of these reports released by the IPCC saying that building industry is responsible for 40% of the emissions. So how much I'm gonna, is the number again? How, how much is building? 40% of the energy consumption. Wow. Yeah. Wow, we yeah. know that. That's amazing. So mm-hmm. it, it's really a big chunk of the pie. And I felt like we really need to do something. Then, and we have a really big impact area. So that got me really motivated to do more about... Uh, sustainability and that's why I pursued my graduate studies in sustainable architecture and I did it from one of the best schools there is for this uh, in Milan and right now I'm in New York I'm very much involved with the AIA uh, the American Institute of Architects and also the Sunrise Movement Against Climate Change and of course I'm the sustainability associate at MAST. Yes, very exciting. Good. Yeah. So you, you, it, it's interesting because you have a very global take on things, right? You grew up in India. Mm-hmm. Uh, you saw the impact environmental changes in India. Mm-hmm. Uh, you then studied in Europe, and now you live in New York. So you have a yeah. very global, um, uh, global take on things. Uh-huh. Uh, what What would you say uh, is the uh, biggest concern environmental involved people have right now about? the construction world and environmental, because environmental is such a huge subject, yeah. right? But we're here to speak about kind of the the construction world and the impact of that. What would you say the most, the big highlights, the big conversation around that world, seeing your global take on things? So um, I, I would start this conversation with um, talking a little bit about the local law 97. And I would say that... Tell people, so what is local law 97, people who are not familiar with it? Yeah, so, um, you know, we were having these conversations for decades now about how important uh, it is to um, design um, for a more sustainable future and combat climate change. And, you know, governments are facing pressure on how to do it. So New York, we know, is a, a progressive state. and New York has actually now imposed penalties on buildings that do not kind of uh, limit, that do not cap their emissions. So this this law is going to impact all of the buildings that are over 25,000 square feet. And 
they they need to cap their carbon emissions according to the different types and it they have like the, the department, so will the department building uh or the dp the department of environmental protection will measure the impact of a building and that will uh give them either penalty or credit uh for so um when, when is would, it being implemented is it being implemented right now or is it not uh is there a deadline to it yeah so it's being implemented from this year on and buildings need to start working now and the first reporting is going to be in 2024 so that's that's, the, that, that's yeah. the first year that you need to prove that you your carbon emission limits are within the cap that is there for your building and is um, is it a, a new york phenomenon because as as you know mast is now operating in florida and california mm-hmm. uh, in new jersey and we're opening uh, probably next month two or three states uh, more uh, more states is 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 uh, local law 97 uh, a local phenomena and if it is how would you and no one knows the, the future but how would you uh, see the progression of that law to other areas in the next few years i would say that right now it it uh, the law the law is only for new york city but very soon we're going to see such laws come up in different cities as, as you know they all they all like it's 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 a fact that we all need to stop our carbon emissions we're doing yeah. pretty bad on that front and we need to uh, design better uh, better buildings reduce our carbon emissions fight climate change so i i think it's it's a phenomena that has started here and some other cities also but it's going to come up in other cities as well and yeah. even if there are no laws i think in general people now want um more sustainable materials they want to go towards it and honestly i think it's it's not that hard we all agree to it and that's the right thing to do is that that that's that's a great point because you're saying it's the right thing to do yeah. um the the you know there's always this uh tug of war between cost and profitability and sustainability mm-hmm. until now uh do do you see that war uh, everlasting or do you think that uh, this war is going to uh calm down by cost of eco-friendly material dropping and more awareness and willing to people willing to pay the price for it that's a great question boy as i think that's one of the conversations we need to have more often and honestly it's it's the sustainable design the, it is a myth that sustainable design is more expensive but sustainable design can be cheaper or equivalent to the cost of a normal design and have more savings in the future it's like a, a payback period right so you invest more and not necessarily invest more the cost initial cost can also be same but over a long term your operations and maintenance costs go way below the normal if you have a sustainable building so one is that and the other thing is i think that right now the the materials that are cheap are cheap because of economies of scale so once we have these economies of scale for more sustainable materials i i think there there will be a great competitor to normal materials oh yeah. that's good. so you really see a trend where prices of uh, eco friendly material will drop substantially is it because of sub- subsidies government subsidies to that stuff or just because the economy of scale is going to change and uh, and 
uh, and there'll be a more profitability in uh, in large scale uh, manufacturing. I think it's going to be a combination of both. I think overall, like we see now, the cost of solar panels has gone down drastically compared to a decade ago. So I think we're going to see the same change in a lot of new materials like um, like CLT, like aerated concrete. What is CLT? Uh, educate us. What is CLT? <laughs> so oh. CLT is cross-laminated timber and mm-hmm. uh, we are seeing new construction, new designs with timber because timber is a material that has naturally carbon stored in it. So when a tree grows with each ring, the annual rings of the trees, it, it keeps storing carbon. That's how the tree ages. And if we use timber in the building design, we we are already having a carbon store in the material. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's like an offset for carbon emission. So yeah. uh, we're going to see more of these materials come up. And um, I think we're going to also see government subsidies come up with these materials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think there's a very uh, different attitude. Uh, you can see the more European attitude about it. Uh, versus the U.S. attitude um, about yeah. how much is the, uh, sub- subsidies are available for uh, for environmental issues, you know, absolutely. Now, so if if we know we have uh, numerous people on um, following us, and some of them are contractors, and uh, uh-huh. if I reached out to them, uh, those are our buyers on on the mast, and uh, this, yes, maybe they care, but in the end of the day, they got to make profit. They got to make um, uh, money right yeah. and their goal is to sometimes yes they know that within 20 years 30 years and you can see that very large office buildings where companies like the bank of america building which is known for its environmental uh design uh, yeah. uh but it's going to take them 20 years to get the money back that they invested so if someone is a much smaller developer or contractors uh, what will be the major points you would uh point to to kind of push them towards um using more of an eco-friendly material. And obviously, uh, local law 97 will push them naturally to that. But if it was up to you, what would you tell them? I think that uh, the local law 97 is not going to impact uh, small buildings like residential buildings and anything below 25,000 square feet. So I would say that the biggest motivation for small buildings would be energy savings because some Sometimes with small buildings, the energy savings impact them directly because the people living there would be the people paying the bills. So if you have, I think it's it's very similar to having an, an energy efficient appliance. Yeah. Maybe it, it costs, costs a little bit more. And, and again, I will say it, it costs a little bit more now, but in the future, we're going to see these prices drop because the demand is going up. Great. So, it's, it's really interesting because you kind of, you can see the the balance between yes, that's the right thing to do. You're talking about it, but also at the same time, financially, it's going to make more and more benefit for people yeah. who are building with eco-friendly material. Okay, so let, let, let's dive for for um, a few minutes into a mast, right? So a mast is a marketplace for construction material, and you're in charge of our eco-friendly uh, section. So you're speaking with a lot of vendors who either manufacture or sell um, eco-material friend um, uh, material. Yeah. What, what what's the reason why are they doing it uh why are they selling that is it because of morally they think that's the right thing to do do they have big, big better margins of profits uh what's the feedback you're getting what is the, also 
uh, because you're the one that actually mm-hmm. speak with them. Uh, what would you say is their biggest challenge right now selling uh, construction material material that is eco-friendly? So, uh, first of all, I think the motivation that uh, these people have when, in selling the products that they are selling, which are eco-materials, which are non-toxic, recyclable, and low in embodied carbon, I think the biggest motivation is that there is a demand for these materials. And usually I would find that they cater to like specific sets of people who would who are their like regular customers and one one other motivation for people buying these materials is because they are healthier materials and oh, so the health the health element yeah. is also a portion of it so when you say health do you mean um a treating material with toxic um glue toxic uh, treatments etc that eventually impacts the health of the user is that what we're talking about Yeah, definitely. So uh, recently, I also um, studied about IWBI, that's International Well Building Institute, and they focus on a certification that is for healthy building environments and all, all the operations that, are health, that contribute towards a healthy community living inside the building. So I think um, it is very important, along with sustainability, we also have to make it healthy. And uh, one of the interesting things that um, LEAD also talks about is a triple bottom line, that any design that we do has to impact three things. That's um, people, planet, and profit. So when these three things come to Yeah, people, yeah. planet, and uh, the profit. So mm-hmm. when these three things come together, that's when we can go forward in a sustainable way. That's good. And, so, uh, because we have a few minutes, I'm, I want to ask you. So also, we, it was very exciting for me when you came up with uh, an idea that we're pursuing now uh, to create a mass rating yeah. for the material. So can you spend two minutes explaining about uh, what is a mass rating What are we doing about it? And how do you go about designing that rating that uh, will be associated with a particular product on the MS platform? So uh, I, I want to say one thing about the last question also very quickly. So the Please. challenge that uh, these vendors face uh, while selling their products that are sustainable is that there is no middle person between the vendor sitting here and the customer here. And that's really what we are trying to create with the mass. We are trying to be the matchmakers. So yeah. I, I think um, there's, there's a lot of good things happening in a mass and I'm quite excited about it. And um, the next exciting thing is this, uh, the sustainability rating that we are working on. So a lot of times uh, for certifications, we need um, like lead certification, we would need another certification for a product or material that, that would ensure that it is sustainable. And a lot of products in the market, they might not necessarily have these certifications because they are expensive. And then from a buyer's point of view, I don't know if that product is sustainable or not. So uh, in between this, we step with this amassed rating and we try to rate the products that do not already have rating. Um, and this would influence, this would help the bu- the seller as well as the buyer who is making a decision um, on trying to purchase sustainable products. Uh, and I, I think uh, we're going to help both the parties this way. And yeah, we have like, cool. yeah. we are like, Good. 
three ratings or like the more green leaves you have that means the more sustainable the product is and luckily we have some really good products already there on a mast eco category so i encourage everybody to check that out yeah that's really excellent so you know uh, basically if i understand correctly a mast rating uh will go by leaves and uh and uh, the more the, the the more uh positive impact or the less negative impact there is the more the and people can look at it and maybe even contractors and subcontractors framers plumbers that are using a mask can say if i use this product and it has a mass rating it will uh do the right thing but also i can use it as a marketing uh tools for my user for my buyers if someone builds mm-hmm. a building or a house and say hey here's the reason why i got I use three stars, five stars, or three leaves, five leaves uh, uh, rating on it, and that's going to be the impact. Exactly, exactly. Cool. And you know, uh, there's an interesting statistic that um, building industry is responsible for forty percent of the carbon emissions, and out of this chunk of forty percent, a quarter—that's eleven percent—is due to the materials. Wow! So yeah. I, I think that through materials we can make. A really big impact. So, yeah, Amass is doing the great um, research on how to rate materials, how to promote more purchasing of sustainable materials, along with other materials. Really, I have two questions before we wrap it up. Um, so, one is, um, what would what would you say is your biggest challenge right now? I would say that the biggest challenge is really connecting people and getting them on board with the idea of sustainability because i feel like the, this is like a trend which kind of tra- transfers from one place from one industry to another and and then goes all, all the way along but what mast is trying to do is that maybe first an architect designs something and then he looks for the material to suit that kind of design um and then slowly slowly he he or she will, might find that uh product with some so, so it's not about educating everybody about the impact of environmental issues because we're all very clear about the experiencing on a daily basis wherever you live uh, it's more about educating them how to resolve it how can material yeah. um impact that conversation is yeah that, i, that I think that Everybody really wants to build sustainable, but they themselves are finding it hard. Maybe due to the cost, maybe due to you know not having the right suppliers or the right people who want to build sustainable, the right clients, the right architects. You know, I I think we are all on board with the idea, but we need to all work together to take this forward. And yeah, what what Amast is doing is um, having. To create this palette of eco materials, where an architect could go and select materials that are sustainable and that might be um, available in in very in the vicinity of their site, so they get credits for sustainable materials and they get uh, credits for having uh, sourced the material locally. Yeah, really cool. Uh, so, last question, and that's a big one. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, are you hopeful? Is it too late? And I know I'm asking you as someone who's uh, younger, who uh, uh, dedicated their studies and their life to that issue. And then I read all those uh, 
uh, negative reports of how yeah. things are bad and how the uh, so as someone who's you know dedicated their life to that to some degree um uh-huh. are you hopeful about the change and uh, or is it too late that's really a big one and a question that i cannot answer alone but i would say that i i don't think we have a choice mm. if if we if we don't care about the planet if we just let it be how it is we're going to exhaust our resources the climate is going to change and you know it it inside the universe we're like a very tiny world and it could go away by in, in moments so we we should take care of the place we are living in and what actually saddens me is that children now are protesting against us so we we really have to take that responsibility and leave a better world for them so i don't think we have a choice yeah, <laughs> that, that's awesome. that's what I would so you are optimistic that's really exciting you're optimistic and of course yeah. a lot of things we can do and the master is committed to educate we have the community pages of we upload the articles we communicate with yeah. one of the fastest growing sections the eco friendly right. not just because of local law 97 but uh, so disha thank you so much that was a really fascinating conversation um, i really enjoyed it, it. Yeah. yeah likewise and thanks for everybody who was uh, with us uh, this afternoon and uh, we'll talk very soon and of course as uh, we'll try to we'll do the best we can to have a weekly conversation about different construction material the marketplace um with us on uh, Instagram live okay so have a great great night and thanks you again bye everybody bye bye bye